Hello there. It's the number one recap is sound. Yeah, yeah, session is about to shut down. shut down. Every planet in the galaxy right now. Yeah. Cause always touch down in Tatooine town. Whoa, that's I bet good it's gonna news. get found. Yeah, tell them use the force to get the high ground. Yeah. Tell them cause there's a retreat. They're done. Ben's got them beat. Take us on the trip off through the galaxy. thousand generations the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old republic before the dark times before the empire good morning afternoon or evening wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions Obi-Wan Kenobi recap my name is Matt Hudson aka Jabba the Hud and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon he's the greatest Star Wars man Fan and buddy, I don't think he can believe it's over as well. It's Luke Blywalker, master Blywalker. <laughs> he can't say my name properly. He's too wrecked, too emotionally yeah, wrecked. It's over, like me. Oi, oi, Savaloy. You're right, Matty boy. You good, mate? Yes, Luke Bly, master Blywalker. I'm doing well. <laughs> it, 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 this is it. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking once the episode is finished, like this is it now. You know, they, they, know. It feels like it's just started, and I know so many other commentators have said that, but mm. it genuinely feels like this show has just started. And after all the build-up, after the well, the years of build-up, or in more recent times, the kind of the year, the months, the weeks of build-up, you know, kind of thinking, oh man, what's it going to be like when we get to part six? What's it all going to be? Now, how's it all going to go down? Now we're here and it's done, and we're living in a world where Obi Wan Kenobi is is out there in its entirety. And we haven't got any more to come next week, which is uh, I'm getting, trying to get my head around that, my friend. Um, but before we talk about the episode, I need to know, how are you, my friend, on this balmy oh. spring morning? Summer morning now. Yeah, it's summer. First summer. day of summer. And uh, oh, mate, mate, it, it just feels glorious to welcome in summer with the the finale of Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's something like poetic about that, isn't there? There you is. Know, uh, it is. Yeah, mate, I am ready to get stuck in. It goes without saying. Uh, I just want to say as well, thank you to everyone who's been jumping on the recaps. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you so, so much for listening. Hope you stick around. We've got a great back catalogue of all sorts of weird and wonderful topics. Um, prequel, original sequel, Mando talk, everything. Um, and also, if you've been enjoying it, please just leave us a good review on spotify five stars on spotify or apple Podcasts, wherever you listen that would be grand uh, and it goes without saying this finale this recap is going to be spoiler filled we're going to be talking spoilers so just bear that in mind while you're listening there you go we've said it there's the spoiler warning uh matty boy <laughs> um yeah this finale <laughs> mate oh, the finale. Oh, six part six well up top mate it's time to give our thoughts on the long-awaited finale of obi-wan kenobi however we're not just going to say did we like it yes or no i'm going to ask you for one last time my friend for you part six was this another happy landing or were you thinking oh not good (laughs) for me mate for me this was indeed another happy landing like big time like 
we landed real nice. We got a we got an Airbus A three eighty, one of those thick long haul bad boys. boys. And it's, yeah. it's landed beautifully down at Heathrow Airport. That's what's happened, mate, on this one. Uh, yeah, very happy, Matty boy. What about you, man? What are you feeling? Yep, another happy landing. I think this was a good way to end the uh, season off, uh, possibly forever. Um, mm. I, I again a few uh, things here and there, which I think. Uh, but on the on the whole, though, mate, I think what we got was a nice end to this character study of a show. You know, the, the show is all about arcs for individual characters as well as just Obi Wan. And I think for the most part, we we got to see the start, middle, and end of those. Mm. Plus, we mm. got to see some bonkers good action throughout, and especially in this part, we got some really good action, some good fight scenes, some good emotion. So overall, oh, mate, for a, for a finale, oh. I'm. I am pleased. Don't don't take my going ah, as anything other than just a few things I just wish had been a little bit different. But overall, though, mate, I can't lie and say I'm not happy with this. I think this is a very good, very strong way to end off what I think has been a very decent season. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. All in all, I think, again, like I've been saying to people, has it been perfect? No. Yeah. But generally speaking i'm really happy with this and i think it's really rewatchable too um can't wait can't wait to rewatch this even even right now i've only seen admittedly i've only seen the finale once same here right we've only seen so we've just watched this and we've jumped straight onto the microphones we've got our little notes you got your notes matty boy you ready to dig in i've got a load of uh, notes highlighted in yellow some in bold some in red which i've definitely got to mention this we don't um well i well i know that for the most part we don't look at reactions i don't know i can't i can't speak for Mm -hmm. lukey boy but haven't been online i don't know what the reactions are i don't know if it's positive negative middling I know what I think about the show and all I want to hear about is what Luke thinks about the show before I even consider what anyone else thinks about the show. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, I have looked at one source. I will say that since watching the show, but I will get to that at the end because I found it very, very interesting. Okay. But, um, yeah, mate, I'm ready to get into, to part six and it's, it's 50 minutes long. You've got yep. two minutes of intros, uh, of your, of, of your recap and, yeah. And your helmets in the light and the Star Wars logo and all that. And you've got six minutes of credit. So you've got give or take eight to nine minutes of intro and outro. So all in the episode is 40 minutes. It isn't mm. the not, uh, 93 minutes that people thought it was going to be. It isn't even the hour people thought it was going to be. First things then for you, when you logged on to Disney Plus and you saw the length of the episode, was that at all an issue? Did you kind of think, huh, I thought it might be a little bit longer. No, it didn't. It didn't bother me because I was. Uh, no, not really. Because I well, took those rumors with a, a, a grain of salt anyway. Yes, you did because I was like, eh, I don't. And also, I, I was like, I don't really care. Don't really care. Like as long as the story's okay, then that's fine. Um, doesn't need to be longer for the sake of being longer. Um, if anything, I thought that this watching this episode in particular. It didn't feel short. It didn't feel long. I was just invested in the moments. I was invested in the story. I found this this episode extremely emotional, extremely emotional, mm-hmm. with a huge um, emotional kind of payoff as well. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And I think when when that's going down, like the timing and stuff doesn't really matter. You know, one of my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian, The Rescue. You know, it's not the longest episode. But 
it's one of my favorites because emotionally it hits where I where I'd expect now, mm-hmm. but it just it just hits me in a way that just is so special, and I can't help but make the comparison. You know, for me in this TV era, I've not felt like this since the finale of The Mandalorian season two. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, I, I, I saw a message on my phone this morning. I don't block WhatsApp because, you know, family reasons you've got to have open. And I saw someone who should go unnamed mention the, le- the runtime of the episodes. And I was like, oh, I, w- I wanted to know that when I went on. So yeah, I, I saw didn't... that on Discord actually before I mute, before, before I put my, f- my phone on do not disturb. I saw on Discord. Uh, yeah, I, probably, think, probably saw I think someone. Adrian was like, yeah, 50 minutes or something. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right. I was still waking up at that yeah. point. I was like, what, where am I? Like, um, I'm, I'm muted I'm on the Discord. The- last night that was well off i ain't having that i try i can't mute the social notifications because it muted for both of us but i just keep my phone upside down but um i would but I, w- I was sending a message to someone and it popped up i was like ah. but it didn't necessarily bother me at the time because of what you said you know it you know length of time and duration doesn't necessarily make it make this gonna make sure this is going to be a good episode oh it's an hour and a half it means it's going to be great it could be 40 minutes of them really pushing a runtime um so i thought let me watch the episode and see how how much they can get into this 40 minutes and i hope that it doesn't feel like i mentioned before click 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 rush 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 let's get scene 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 um and maybe it did maybe it didn't as we go Mm. through i'll be able to give you my thoughts more on that but i just Mm. thought it was interesting because there was a lot of talk hopes fears about the runtime and disney plus have never certainly for star wars never done an hour and a half I would have, would have liked it too, just for the fun of it. Yeah, sure, because it might be the last time we ever see these guys on screen together. But not yeah. for the sake of it, though, mate. The, not the, for the sheer sake of it. I think the longest was the f- uh, first episode of The Bad Batch. Yeah, because that was a two-in-one kind of thing. That was a big boy, wasn't it? That was an hour or so. It was actually over an hour, I think, which is unheard of. Which I really enjoyed. I really, really enjoyed that first episode yeah, yeah. of The Bad Batch. And it works. It was really good. Right, so, so we are back on Tatooine. We're back on Tatooine. I can't yep. help but smile, even though, you know, we've been saying, yeah, I want to get, want to get away from places and stuff. Like, yes, of course we do. But this is so, like I've said from the start, this series is so intrinsically linked to the Skywalker saga. And I will get to that later, but it's so intrinsically linked that it's like, well, it's inevitable that Tatooine is going to be involved because it is de facto kind of like this sacred place. Right, that the, yep. the Skywalkers have, have almost made sacred, um, particularly to the audience. So we're back on Tatooine, and we see the bully guy, don't we? Mate, he's got boy. a name. He's got a name. <laughs> I didn't realise in the What's credits he's called uh, he's called Groff Ditcher. Groff Ditcher. Oh. He's played by a guy whose name I can't remember. Heath Heath McGoth, who is an unknown actor to me, but this guy's got a name, Groff Ditcher. Oh, you're saying this guy's got a name, but why hasn't uh, why most, hasn't the yeah. why hasn't Crocodile Blaster guy got a name? Yeah, or the um, <laughs> the Duomo, the uh, the Major Domo, Major Domo, Major Domo, Ken or something in Italy. Uh, it. Yeah, 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 Ken, good old Ken. Yeah, well, the bully's that, and then Reva yep. is alive, like kind of walk. She looks kind of dishevelled and like yep. weakened, obviously from her wound. That she survived, guys. Mm-hmm. She has just did. just. We're accepting that. Um, and she's looking for Owen. She's looking for Owen. And at that point, I'm thinking, oh, 
Oh wow, yeah, they are. They're not messing about. Like yeah, straight in, straight into it. And I'm kind of glad. I was like, okay, okay. F- literally, first few seconds of the episode. Okay, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. Um, and then it's back to the ship, isn't it? To, oh, to mate, the, the ship where they're escaping from the path. Yeah, and Obi Wan's there. All um, Ice Cube's son is there. <laughs> yeah, Roken. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Roken, Roken. I keep calling it, in my notes, I've called him Roku. Uh, that's a different IP altogether, I believe. Uh, Roku's like a thing you can stick in your TV, in it? Uh, and that as well, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball as well. That's right. That's the one <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of. I, was like, I don't know which one it is, so I can't get my geek credit down by not by saying the wrong thing. So yeah. it's yeah. A1. Yeah, no, I like I like the cold opening. It kind of gives us a timeline of events that between parts five and six, some time has passed. It may be a day or two days yeah. in order for Reva to get up, find a ship, get to Tatooine and find a way. You know, it's a little bit of time's passed. Um and yeah, we see the angry meat boss Groff Ditcher getting a getting his comeuppance, um, and yeah, we, the, the the ship carrying the path, the members of the path, the refugees, is getting mm. chased by the Devastator Vader ship in a very A New Hope kind of style oh. shot of the little ship being trailed by the massive ship, and you got Big Boy Vader and the Grand Inquisitor um, on mm. the on the bridge, and I thought that was quite cool because usually we, we're used to seeing you know Vader and maybe Tarkin. Or an imperial officer. So, seeing the Grand Inquisitor there was cool. And you know, Vader's like increase firepower. Um, and there apparently Roken says we're, we're going to go to Tessin. Now Tessin isn't a name that rings a bell mm. to me, but at the same time, in in secret he says to Obi Wan that the motivators are down, the power couplings are shot to bit. Basically, we're in a lot of trouble. And yeah, yeah. Um, something's going to need to happen. Something needs yeah. to happen. And you know, he's looking. He's looking around. He speaks to Leia, who kind of says, look. Everyone here is scared, but Lola is keeping their minds off it. She's she's showing Lola to the kids, um, like a like a leader would. And Obi Wan says to line her, maybe I could do with her as well, which is a cool mm. line. You think, oh, that's quite sweet. What wonder if that will pay off? Probably won't do. Ha, huh? maybe it will do. But I thought that was quite cool because it shows, you know, it shows again the rebellion in its fledgling state. It has no hope against this oppressive, tyrannical empire. To the point where they're they're just dodging and diving and trying to survive to get to the next planet. Yeah. Everyone's scared, and it's taken a ten-year-old princess to try and lift the spirits of everyone there, uh, including Obi Wan Kenobi. And I thought that was a really cool scene. Again, it, it furthers yeah, the Leia character, that. and it furthers the Kenobi character because he sees um, traits in Leia that he's seen before in other people. And I thought that was a really cool open. Like yes. say, great start. It's like let's not let's not mess around. We're in Tatooine. The ship's getting bombarded. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it is like that. It is mm-hmm. it's pacey, but for me, it wasn't like too pacey. It wasn't like distractingly pacey. It 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 was. It felt like it was a finale that knew it was a finale and trying to like <laughs> keep up the momentum. And I like that. I really really liked that. Um, yeah, I love what you said. Yeah, Leia obviously helping people take their minds off the conflict was ace. Um, back on Tatooine, mate. Back on Tatooine, oh. and we, we see it. We see a baby Luke again. It's not like a big reveal or anything yeah. like that. It's like, yeah, no, right, Uncle Owen, Aunt Baru. We yes! see Baru. She's here. <laughs> the Baru crew. Why I'm here, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I did cheer when I saw her, and I yeah. don't know why. 
Yeah, I, I was happy to see Aunt Baru. So yeah, Uncle Uncle Owen and uh, Baru, <laughs> and we see Baby Luke. Um, and uh, oh well, no, we didn't even see Baru yet. But that's Not later on in point. the episode. But still, they're at cheered. the shop, aren't they? They're at the shop, and there's that weird alien thing. Yeah, like, they I'm get here for it. Built for the speeder. I'm here for it. Yes. I'm here for aliens, it. man. Aliens, yeah, mate. Give me all the aliens. And uh, Owen is basically told by his mate, like, yeah, man, uh, there's some mad like lady who's after you. <laughs> and he's like, ah, she right. ain't a double glazing salesperson. No. <laughs> and also, uh, Luke is there and Obi-Wan's not on the planet. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not there. Yep. So the one time that Uncle Owen could have been like, do you know what we could do with a bit of uh, Obi-Wan right now? <laughs> Did I? She's, yeah, she's, she's, he's not there and she's like on the prowl. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So then we're back to the ship again, yes. aren't we? So we're, we're, we're flicking between tattooing and cutting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a Star Wars thing to do. It's not new. And Obi-Wan's um, telling them that basically he's got to leave. And uh, for everyone's safety, Leia obviously takes a bit of umbrage with that. She's like, what? You're leaving me? Really? And uh, he he's like, yeah, Harja, can you just like promise to take him, take, take Leia home, baby Leia home? Yeah. And uh, a little bit of comedy in there as per what's come to be like of that character. Mm-hmm. Harja. Yeah, um, it's thing it is, and I like when he's like, you know, you, you can, you know, I know I'm, you can take the liar of the word of a liar and a fake Jedi, but I mean it this time. And Obi Wan's like, mate, I listen, I don't care about that. I believe you. You've got to get it yeah, done. He mate. knows, but I he, love that the the crowd are like, what about what what about staying together? Like we said, we were going to do, and he was mm-hmm. like, listen, you spent ten years protecting the Jedi. Now it's my time to return the favor. And I love that. The fact that he's kind of take it on upon his mm. shoulders is like, you know, these guys in on the path have done everything they can to help as many of, you know, his, his brothers and sisters through the path to safety, to a new life. Now, he, if there's one thing he can do to help them, it's basically, you know, distract that massive ship behind them and get them to safety. And I, I, I like that. I like the fact that that was the kind of his reasoning. Again, it's one of those big um, emotional kind of epic uh, moments in a in an episode where the stakes were admittedly fairly low because we know that Obi Wan and Darth Vader weren't going to die, but obviously mm. if, if, and Luke and everyone else, but if but everyone around that you don't know what's going to happen for them, so they he, they kind of big these moments up as more than they probably could have been because we know that he's going to be fine. So he's kind of saying like, well, you guys need to survive. You have to survive. Yeah. If, if we are going to, you have to. Uh, and, and I really like those little moments. And again, it's Ben Kenobi becoming the general again. He's standing up for what he believes. And Roken sees through it a bit. He's like, listen, you're doing this for yourself. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But yeah. I was like, yeah, he's that. It, it, it is what it is. And he, he, he tells Roken to actually that, that that's the next part. I'll, I'll get to that shortly. But um, yeah, Ro- Roken knows. Roken knows what's going on. But I, I really, really like that scene. Now, the one before it with little Luke as well. Like you said, no pomp and ceremony. There's Luke. They're getting some bits for a speeder. I mean, mm. mate, someone's coming for you. We know what's happening. They don't. And again, it's pushing the story forward. Like you said, we're in a finale. They know that they've got things they need to happen. Boxes they need to tick in this finale. And, uh, and loose ends they need to tie up. And they're not slow about getting there. Um, 
so I so I, I like I like all those intercutting moments between ship Tatooine uh, and places like that. Yeah, but but because- then comes the moment, mate. Oh, go on, yep. Mm. No, well, because because uh, there's lots of things that happen in between that, right? Because uh, we do see Owen and Baru. That is when we actually see not at the shop, but like we see them and they're like taking defensive actions. They're straight into it. Yep. It's like wow, okay, and we're at the homestead, so, which is so sick to see. So cool to see. So that's the moment so I've sick. been waiting for, man. Baru, that was that's, that's what I mean. I that's saw it. It's like Baru. Yeah, and, that's it. And she's like Owen. What I wonder why Obi like Ben Kenobi's not here anymore. Because you basically told them to get lost. Yeah. I love that moment. So they're both learning. They're thinking, huh, like maybe we do need this guy to be yes. kind of like at least on the horizon or like, you know, kind of on the, the peripheral. Yeah. She's always been like that. Even in A New Hope, she was always the one. Like, uh, Uncle Owen in A New Hope was a miserable old bloke. He's like, well, you've got to stay another year. To do. And Baru was always like the one who's like, Nah. Just let him go. He doesn't need... She's always... Like, and in this episode, I think they do that quite well as well, which is like, mate, this whole thing's your... You know, if you hadn't have, uh, turned him away, he may, maybe he still would have been here. They don't know, of course, about that later's in trouble. But, you know, she's the one who's like, like before before the suns go down, here's the blast, let's get going. Yeah. I always got the impression from the a new, from A New Hope that Baru was a bit more forthright in her attitudes and, and behaviours than Owen, who kind of looked like he'd rather just sit down and eat a ronto wrap yeah <laughs> classic ronto wrap like a bit of a ronto <laughs> wrap it, he? yeah beautiful beautiful and now look, look obi-wan is saying this ends today doesn't he he's like yeah oh, yeah it's like he's talking to qui-gon he's going this ends uh, today but that is there is a little bit of impatience there there and there is a little bit of like selfish like i need to do this this ends today yeah. but and it's like no that this doesn't end today yeah. this is whole a, thing, yeah. Is quite frankly a footnote. It's important and it is really interesting as the viewer, but it is a footnote in the grand scheme Spot of on. things. This isn't Obi-Wan's story. Obi-Wan isn't going to be the one who rescues the, 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 the galaxy. galaxy. It is the Skywalker twins, and he knows that. But in that moment, you can see it. I, I feel like he loses sight of that a little bit. And it's not until later on in the episode that he realizes why he has to do this, why he has to stay alive and be there for Luke and Leia, the new hope. Oh, right. Mate. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just seeing my boys. Up Star Wars, up. Man. Yeah, I know. Oh, when they it? get it right. They get, cause you're right. Delicious. Cause and, and, and on that point, I mean, the people in the craft, yeah, of course they probably rather Darth Vader be dead, but to them, like you say, this doesn't end today for them. They've still got to get to safety. The empire's still going to be there. And they've still got to hide, and they're still going to have to be shuffling force sensitives through the path for far as they know forever. Yeah. So th- it is kind of like this sense today. What, yeah, what Obi Wan and Anakin's feud? Yeah, maybe to you, but to the people on the ship, that's not quite as important as getting themselves yeah. and their loved ones to safety. And I, yeah, and they were like when Roken calls him out on that, he says, you know, you're doing this for yourself, and Obi Wan's like, you're a leader, bro. Yeah, stay, you know, always yeah. stay one. And even then, Roken's like. Just, just come back, mate. There was no kind of emotion from him. He's like, just, just come back. Yeah, he, he, yeah. They're, they're, they're not on necessarily the same page, are they? Not exactly on the same page. But um, yeah, in, back, back to the ship, the Star Destroyer. Which, by the way, that I, I've criticised a lot of the CG in this series, and I do think a lot of the CG has been ropey, particularly around the ships landing, yes. taking off, maneuvering. 
even some of the maneuvering in this episode, I was like, mm, that's not quite, that's not quite how a ship in Star Wars maneuvers. Right. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's a little bit like Battlestar Galactica or something. And then, um, but this Star Destroyer, credit where credit's due, the Star Destroyer looks fantastic. Yep. It looks yep. really good. It looks like really, really good. And I, it, it, I do find it a bit bizarre how some of this series just <laughs> looks so absolutely phenomenal and other bits don't. I think overall, though, the CG and the effects in this episode were a step above um, its predecessors for the most part. I, I, I think it looked pretty decent, to be honest. Yeah, I think they might have put a bit more of the budget into the finale. Yeah, the Star Destroyer looked very good and oh and, mm. and again the great shot of the star destroyer in the background with, with the oh. smaller ship in the foreground it's classic iconography but it it, it it always will work and like you say it looks great it gave me the rogue one vibes the new hope vibes mate um, right. yeah there is there's right. some there's some janky cg or visuals mainly to do uh, in fact probably all to do with the ships in this episode but mm. i kind of looked past that because i was pretty much in with what i was seeing yeah, you and you don't you you forgive it a bit more, don't you? When you're yeah, if you're in, right? you don't notice it. I think maybe, but sometimes if it's noticeable, then you can't help it. And yeah. I just wanted to just met, just meant throw back to the last scene just quickly. Just yeah. one yeah, go brief on, go moment on, go which on. we're which we're going to talk about later. But oh, just 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 for just for just to be nice, Obi Wan mm. gives Leia Tala's holster. He gives oh, her the yes. gun holster, and he's like, "I wasn't going to give you a blaster. You're ten. Um, but you know, like, oh, that's nice." Maybe that'll pay off again later on. Maybe it won't. We'll see. But uh, I thought that was a nice little touch. And then um, and before, and then we get to like the big boy. You say you're on. We're on the bridge. The grand, the grand inquisitor is talking sense. He's like, you know, Vader. We can ro- wipe out an entire network here. Why are we mm. just going to go after one lone Jedi? And Vader's like, this isn't just a lone Jedi. And throughout, the the grand inquisitor just looks kind of like what. Mm. but this is what we're you know we're here for this and i think he's quizzed it as well that this is more than just there's a rivalry here or there's something personal i don't think in any way shape or form he he thinks oh this is obi-wan versus anakin he just realizes that darth vader has something against obi-wan but he's speaking the truth you know why are we gonna use you know all of our firepower against this one guy which is a bit like the last jedi in a way but vader's like nope like, mm. follow that ship and it's quite funny you've got this little obi-wan on this little ship and this massive star destroyer just lurches left and starts following him i was like wow that is um that's overkill darth yeah but he's he's does not see so, the bigger picture he's not seeing the bigger picture right and that's where at this point throughout this series vader is so gifted and so strong with the force mm-hmm. he is a grand lightsaber user like this guy is particularly strong but he lacks the wisdom he lacks the the kind of big picture vision you know that maybe over helicopter view that the, the heli which by the way dude no helicopter lightsabers yeah, oh mate what a shame result result in my books mate that's it um, I'm happy no helicopter lightsabers from the Inquisitors because did someone said that didn't you? Like Rupert Friend was like, yeah, they like fly and stuff on the, the helicopter lightsabers, and they're like, oh gosh, no, yeah. So I'm happy about that, but um, 
Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I sent a picture. I sent a picture to Luke of Rupert Friends. The quote well, saying right. that yeah. he wasn't happy at all. He he started flipping tables. He started like Kylo Ren in, in the Force Awakens. because he's now. like smashing up parts of his house. Um, so thankfully, you know, we will have to get a GoFundMe to repair all of those shelves and bookcases that he broke in anger yeah. because it yeah. never happened. Mate, <laughs> with him. Hey, but at the same time, though, I mean, would I have liked it? Who knows? It might have looked good. It all comes down to the uh, the execution. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I they like didn't, mm. and for the mm. most part, they wanted to keep this show as uh, contained as possible. There are references in Easter eggs throughout, but there is that self-awareness, like we mentioned, and maybe having a, a Inquisitor flying around with a lightsaber may have taken people out of it a little bit too much. And what oh, was, again, so a character study. Yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. So, yeah, uh, we're back on Tatooine. Owen and Baru hide little Luke. They're like, yeah. Stay down here, and if you see anything, just run. If you yeah. hear anything, run. The Tuscans like are, are out there. The Tuscans are coming to get us, and that's a, that's one line. But man, I'm I glad they said it, and I'll get to that in a second because yes, yeah, I'm very very glad. I and I do think they've they've trod like this like little trail really carefully, really carefully, um, canonically. So. I'm happy with that. Happy bunny. Um, Vader is like, yeah, prepare my ship. I'll face him alone. And the Inquisitor is like, Grand Inquisitor Classic. is like, all right. Fine. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> he's, all right, like, Dad. <laughs> he's like, right. Okay. But again, it's because of Anakin and Vader's pride, isn't it? You know, this isn't about the Empire getting Obi-Wan. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with Anakin versus Obi-Wan. That's yeah. it. That's it. It's not to do with the Imperials kind of getting the foot up or, you know, gaining a bit more control over this, which admittedly, to be fair, the Grand Inquisitor is about that. The Grand Inquisitor is more strategic yeah, yeah. and he's and he's not letting that fear, that hate, like blind him, which mm-hmm. is what's happened with, with Vader for the last 10 years. For the last 10 years. Um, so yeah, it, Kenobi, he like, Obi-Wan lands on this planet that looks initially a bit like Edu from Rogue One. That's what I thought at first. It isn't. I'll find out the name no. of it in the meantime, but I thought it was Edu as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was, I was like, oh, okay. But it looks, it looks r- pr- pretty cool as a planet. It looks really cool. And Leia gave him Lola, which we oh, didn't see. Such a lovely, quiet moment as well. When he yeah. finds the, the droid, it beeps at him. He kind of looks at it, smiles, puts it down on the, on the dashboard. But he you know, doesn't, doesn't say anything like, oh, that princess or anything. It's just a, a, a nice, quiet moment in yeah. what is a big moment for him. You know, he's left the path. He's left Leia to end this, as he says. This ends today. He knows he's going to have to fight his brother. And he's going mm. down there. He said earlier on, to, he was calling Qui-Gon saying, look, I, if I die or he does, this ends. He knows that this could be Yeah, it. yeah. And and it's not, and that moment isn't taken away by him kind of talking about a droid or anything weird like that. I just love that really nice little moment. And this, I mean, the episode itself, the part, is full of these nice little moments. But it's here we start to really get that, uh, the real kind of cross-cutting as well. Because mm. Obi-Wan's down there, Vader's on his way, and Reva's now arrived at the homestead as well. So, we, so Reva's arrived... Uh, but then we cut back to Vader's ship arriving through the mist. So we get mm. the real sort of Star Wars cross-cutting now. Which did you did fantastic, by the way. The Va- Vader shuttle 
and the landing I thought looked brilliant. I thought that looked fantastic. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. See? better they than most. Do it. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you do it for all of them? Did you think then at this point, mate, were you kind of worried at all that? Uh, and this is this is a general uh, question rather than a uh, mm. kind of a catch caught you out kind of question. But when they when they started doing the cross cut, did you think, oh, are, they, are we are they going to take away from you know the fight, the rematch of the century? Is that going to be kind of undercut because we keep cutting back to what's happening in the homestead? Or, no, I didn't you know, think we, that, you, man. You're thinking that Chow could make it work. Yeah, I didn't think that. I was just here for the ride. I was there for the ride. Like, I'm not, I'm generally, yeah, especially because I was enjoying it so much until that point, like, it didn't give me reason to stop and think like that. It, 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 it was just, it was so well done that I was just engrossed in it and I was happy to just go along watching it. So, yeah, I think <laughs> uh, for uh, me... For me, yeah, that's what I thought. I just thought, Isn't oh it? man, when he landed and when Vader walks out of that shuttle, oh my oh, days. Kenobi's just there. And, and, and it's now, it's Obi-Wan who's waiting for him. Before it was in part three, it was Vader who was standing there waiting. That's right. Now it's Obi-Wan. And, he's, and again, he's, you know, he, he's there. He knows, you know, what's, something has to happen today as far as he's yeah. concerned. And he's, he's, he's there. And I loved the, the quote, the, the the quotes we get from the guys now. Obi Wan, you know, Vader marches towards him, and again, it, it's very Last Jedi. It's very, very Rebels as well. You know, have you come to destroy me, Obi Wan? Yeah, mm. i.e. Mm. Kylo Ren. You know, have you come to mm. save my soul in the Last Jedi? I will do what I must, and we get the oh. classic Kenobi stance, saber up, hands out with the two fingers pointing, mate. And then Vader's like, "I'm not. No, I'm going to get the last word in here. Then you will die." And he strikes. But I love that kind of very the quiet before the storm. You, you go, you talk, I talk. I'm going to finish this, and I'm it's going so to attack. Star Wars, it. it's great, it? mate. It's, it's so Star Wars, and even the fighting style, the combat, the lightsaber duel. Oh my giddy! Oh, what and powerful! What a beautiful cross between prequel era style dueling and original trilogy style dueling. Like it was absolutely tremendous, absolutely tremendous. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was excellent. Like you said. At the top of the show, mate, like I've not seen any other people's reactions to this. Mm -hmm. I've not read any other people's reactions to this. So like I, I I'm hoping a lot of people really enjoyed that because I didn't see much fault in it. I didn't see much fault in it at all. Absolutely loved it. And they're just like, they're swinging away at each other, <laughs> parrying, attacking, <laughs> dodging, moving around. And like it is that uh, whoever chore choreographed this, you know, like did so such a good job in blending the styles you know um yeah absolutely brilliant and vader for the most part at the beginning is winning it's worth he noting is. that, that vader is dominating it's a powerful fight and it's, like i said it's raw visceral powerful it's not there's no real finesse here yeah we get some pretty cool twirls and spins but it is just two guys just going yeah, at each 10 other. years on 10 years it's, on from the prequels and yeah. you know what it is it, it's a it's a very personal fight they didn't need to have people flipping and jumping and uh, and grunting. This is just two people who've been <laughs> waiting for this moment, and they kind of both know. Look, if this is how it's going to win, let's you know, I'm not you know, I'm not giving no quarter or any mercy. And Obi Wan, you know, for the is also going on the attack as well, which is something that mm. is very strange to see from him because he he always he, he's very much been about defense, That's defensive his fighting style is defensive, but here 
you know, and which is what going in onto what you said earlier on about that kind of like selfishness or, or kind of just losing focus for those few minutes in those, he doesn't tap into any kind of dark side, anything stupid like that, but he kind of loses focus of his own training because he's so set on ending this. He's attacking this absolute monster. And, you know, as we find out, the, as the fight goes on, because it's cross-cutting, uh, it, it works and it doesn't work. But right. it, it, it then then cuts for, as soon as Vader starts, um, you know, pounding away at, Ken- at Kenobi's sabre, um, we yep. cut to Reaver at the homestead. <laughs> And the Lars and Owen's like, you know, Owen starts shooting, Baru starts shooting, and we've got that. So we've got the fight yeah, on this action. unidentified Baron Moon, as Wikipedia calls it so far. Um, and then okay. you know, the, the fight okay. between Uncle Owen, Aunt Baru, and Reva, which is such a strange sentence to say. And, you know, one, one's very, they're both very personal. And it's kind of like the jewel of the fates where Filoni said so eloquently that, you know, the winner of Jewel of the Fates, Obi- Qui-Gon and Maul and that, would decide the fate of the galaxy, the fate of Anakin. Yeah. Know, if, if Qui-Gon wins, he team mentors Anakin and maybe we don't get what we got. It, it's kind of similar here in a, in a sense, because Aunt Baru and Owen are fighting for the boy. They're fighting for Luke Skywalker. Obi-Wan is fighting for Leia as well as Luke Skywalker. Mm. And they know, you know, Lo, Owen and Lars know if they don't prevail from this. She's going to take the Luke or worse, going to kill him. And Obi Wan knows if he doesn't win this, then you know the, the fate of the galaxy is probably going to be thrown into darkness for the longest time, and the children may be discovered. So there's so much in just those well, two cutting fights. Yeah, so so there's there's loads going on um, because Obi Wan, I think, like I said earlier, I don't think Obi Wan's quite got that bigger picture in his head yet. You know, it's not until. Um, the 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 rock things oh man yeah dude are happening you know i don't think i'll be honest i think obi-wan is just trying to get this chapter of his life done yeah i think he's just trying to 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 kill vader to be honest which again that's not bring an end because he thinks that'll bring an end that's not the jedi way Mm -hmm. that's not the jedi way obi-wan isn't although he has physically regained his strength and he's now stronger with the force from like a physical point of view spiritually once again obi-wan isn't quite there he's he's lost sight of the whole point of this even though this whole adventure this whole call to adventure has been about leia and it has been about luke and yet and yet he's still not quite getting why he's doing it which is absurd but it's so human it's so human when when you think about it like that and um yeah i i I really really loved like the ongoing battles between like you said owen baru reva reva's obviously injured so she's like kind of slow um she gets to kind of where luke's hiding but luke just as she's like walking in luke is like out of the room yeah he doesn't see so he doesn't see her doesn't see his lightsaber her lightsaber which is a nice touch. I was like, ah, there we go. Yep. Cause she just thinks, oh yeah, it's Tuscan. And to be fair in the, especially when he's like running away from the homestead and she's out and she's got like her, lightsaber's not lit. She's got a hood up. Yeah. It could be a Tuscan. Could be that. Like Luke know, is, yeah. Luke's really unaware of what's going on. And when you're panicking like that, you know, you're, you're thinking all sorts. So yeah, mm. I love that. But then the, the rock things with the force. Oh my days. 
That was crazy, well, wasn't it? I mean, what did you think of that? Well, I mean, Vader buries Obi Wan under the rocks, doesn't he? Yeah. So it, that, and that, you know, your strength has returned, but your weakness remains, and that's why you'll always lose. And Vader's burying him under the rubble and standing above him. Did you truly think you could defeat me? But then he says, "Yeah, you have failed, Master." And I know he calls him Master other times, but I was like, there's still Anakin in there. There's still good in him. And yeah, I, yeah. You know, the, they, they really kind of went ham on the rocks in this episode. You know, they went to a rocky planet. Well, let's use the terrain. They did it in The Force Awakens, <laughs> a snow killer with the trees falling it, about. It's a clever storytelling device, I think. If for what they've done here, you know, having it on like a rocky planet with rocks burying obi-wan and using them as like artillery almost like it makes a different fight i mean could they have gone to a a water planet or a fire planet and had you know these like in mustafar these big explosions going off in the background and have it be big and epic yes but that might take away from the personal um intimate side of this fight which is just two old friends two brothers trying to trying to end their pain in, in the only way they think that they can do yeah. um and we know it's not going to be like that and i'm sure some people are saying oh it's on a it's on a rock planet it's in the dark you can't see anything uh you know cheap but no i think you don't you know anything else is just spectacle for spectacle's sake i think deborah chow wanted to keep this on a character level and she has mm. done with this fight and yeah i think using the terrain was a really clever way of doing it did they use quite a lot of the terrain yes but uh, I, I liked, you know, seeing yeah. seeing Vader win. I did think, is that it? Is, you know, I, I did at that point think, oh man, okay, you know, he thinks Obi Wan is dead. When, when I left, when I left, you know, maybe he thought Obi Wan was dead, which is why he hasn't gone chasing after him for years. Um, I thought, is that it? But of course, we find out it isn't. Uh, and then we get the parallel of Obi Wan being buried. And then Reva versus Uncle Owen on a bridge, which is just great. You know, he puts up a good fight. He's having a good whack at her and he gets a few shots in. But, um, you know, she takes him down uh, and then Baru gives her a good old smacking. But we find <laughs> out that, you know, we find out more so that, you know, Reva's going to be too powerful for him. But she yeah, says to yeah. Owen, you love him as if he is your own. And he's like, he is my own. And you kind of wonder at that point, like, hmm, you know, what does she mean by that? Does she, you know, is it, you know, does she know, did, did she ever hear him call him Uncle Owen or anything like that? I don't think she did. So I kind of wonder, or does she just sense that, does she, she sense from him that, you know, she, he is I, not his. I, I, so I think, I, I think Reva has a grasp on what's going on here. I think Reva has a grasp on what's going on. I think she senses more than hmm. what the the story has just told us in in a black and white way um and she's also just on a destructive path as well but there yeah. is like you said there is a good chance that she can just like sense you know like there there maybe not be a blood connection there but there's a bond of some kind you yeah. know unless and i miss she, something she, she must be thinking what's the big deal here like what is about this kid why was obi-wan like why is this guy Organa talking to Obi-Wan about this kid on Tatooine and, and, and why has Obi-Wan been protecting this little girl? Like, what's the point here? So she's at surface value. She's thinking, okay, Leia, Senator, Senator Organa. Okay. That there, there's a connection there. What's with the random kid in Tatooine? Why was that in the message? She knows something's up. 
She knows that she might not put all of the pieces together, you know, but I do think she is well aware of like, why does Obi, why is Obi-Wan invested in this kid? Like maybe she doesn't realize it's Anakin's kid or whatever, but that's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? She's just on an absolute rage at the moment. But uh, yeah, so really interesting, really interesting. But, but the, the, the jewel isn't done, is it? Oh, the jewel my. isn't done on the rocky unnamed moon or whatever. The unnamed rocky planet, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't done, mate. And this done. is to your point. Yeah, this is the moment where Obi-Wan realizes what truly matters he's under those rubble he's trying to you know push the rocks away and he's kind of getting there and he's he's hearing vader he's hearing anakin he's hearing these negative thoughts which are kind of blocking his connection to the force and able to get him out of this situation but then he then he thinks of luke he thinks of leia he thinks of the children and the new hopes now and that is it boom he is he is out of there and, and and Vader's walking away, and you can I can only imagine that when he realizes that Obi Wan has escaped, he turns around and thinks, "What? No, how, did, <laughs> how did he get out of there?" But yeah, you know, Obi Wan escapes because he realizes that you know th- th- he's cast to protect these kids. These kids exactly are not just the future; they are the hope for the galaxy. And I really like that they they tied that in. It, it wasn't just Obi Wan escaping because he's so cool and tough now. You know, it, there's it's it, it's love. Basically, at the end of exactly. the day, it's a love, and it's which is love. what Star Wars has always been about. And then it just goes. Then it goes. This is it, isn't it, mate? This then it just goes off. This jewel. Yeah, absolutely. It is because Obi Wan's fighting for something as well. He's not just fighting to defeat Anakin. Yeah, exactly. Which Vader, is why he's fighting for. Which is why he was losing. Which is why he was losing. Suddenly, Obi Wan is fighting for a future. This is an Obi Wan story. Ultimately, this isn't his story. His story is to be the master to to Luke, to look after, from his point of view, the chosen one. You know, make sure he's safe. Make sure he's okay. Make sure Leia's okay. Because these kids are Make the sure home. he's safe. Make sure he's all right. Yes. Precisely, man. Precisely. And the duel continues. The duel continues. And Obi-Wan ain't messing about. My guy is, <laughs> my guy is killing it. He is absolutely killing it. And before you know it, like the rock thing, like Vader gets a taste of his own medicine. And I was Damn thinking off. at one point, I was like, surely like his armor's going to be cracking soon. Like, you know, and the rock's probably weak in that. And then Obi-Wan's doing this bang, 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 cuts open Vader's helmet. And you're like, no. Well, he, he bashes up his breathing apparatus, doesn't he? That's on his right. chest. So he's going, <gasps> and you know, is that, oh, that's like, it. Come on. And, yeah, I mean, when, when he starts throwing the rocks, I mean, he's got his arms outstretched. I mean, there's some there's some imagery right there. And you, you, I kind of, at that point, I can imagine there being some, like, really big, like, hard rock anthem playing. It's like, he's back, <laughs> our boy's back, but no. Our intro music. Our intro music. To our music main show. But, it, you know, that is, yeah, Obi-Wan basically summons, he becomes, the, not literally, figure of speech, he almost, like, becomes a force in that moment. Everything around him is at his beck and call, and he's flinging them at Vader. And, yeah, and then the way he, the way he's bashing his breathing apparatus, you know, he's, really going for it you know again there's no tapping into any kind of darkness here but obi-wan is not messing about he is bashing mm-hmm. it with the end with the back end of his saber mm-hmm. causing you know darth to be able to unable to breathe for the most part and 
yeah, and then we get the, the kind of like the Palpatine dive as he slashes his helmet. And yeah, we've seen it in Rebels, but in live action, man, we're just everyone. We're all waiting like Obi-Wan is for, for Darth to put his head up and you know what is underneath that mask. And when Obi-Wan sees it, the tears form in his eyes and he's like, Anakin, I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm man. so sorry for everything because he sees what is under the mask now and it's it, it's it's one of many things it's a it's a damaged person it's a broken person it's almost like a sad looking person under there it's a monstrous looking person it's you know it, it, it's nothing good that is mm. under that mask and of course at, still at this point up until maybe a few seconds later Obi-Wan is apologizing for what he thinks he has done to Anakin Skywalker yeah. isn't he yeah yeah because this is the first time Obi-Wan's seen Anakin truly eye to eye since Mustafar. And I think it just hits different. Like looking at his skin, looking at his deformities, you can see. But I think there's a lot of pity. You know, I think Obi-Wan's yes. thinking, oh my days, like this kid has really, really been through it. I think he feels a bit sorry for him. He might even feel a bit responsible for it. He might even start to realize that, yeah, maybe all in this one moment, you know, maybe the Jedi weren't right to Anakin, but it still doesn't excuse this behavior. Of course. By the way, (laughs) it doesn't make Anakin the good guy, right? (laughs) Um, Sympathetic in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 powerful because then Anakin is a psycho. Vader oh. is an absolute psycho, and um, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I didn't kill Anakin. Uh, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. I killed Mate. him. And the way his face and eyes are in that scene is horrific. We've we've used the term like horror quite a few times, but this felt like that as well, like a horror villain. His kind of ending, you know, the way he, he's lost it. Like you say, he's gone. Is in his eyes and in his face, you can see that. You know, Anakin is gone, and the mm-hmm. fact that yeah, you didn't kill. You know, you are you didn't fail me. I'm not your failure, Obi Wan. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did, and that was all Obi Wan needed go. to hear. That's kind of the that moment of over Obi Wan where it's. It's not quite redemption necessarily, but he can see in himself that, yeah, maybe he could have done more. The Jedi could have done more. Maybe lots of people could have done more. Yeah. But the only person who could have really also saved himself in that moment back 10 years back was, was Anakin. And we see that in Revenge of the Sith many times as well, that, you know, he had the ch- choice many times to not turn down this path. But ultimately yeah. he did for, for love, yeah. for Padme and for yeah. what he believed was going to be a bright future. And and look where it got him man. and obi-wan sees that like you said in that moment he sees kind of that man that 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 boy on tatooine who i picked up this is who he is this is what he's become and this is what he's been twisted into and it it also kind of plays into you know he's more machine than man now you know he knows what obi-wan knows what's underneath yes and he's kind of come to peace with his own uh part in this story because you know he can see that anakin is He's gone. He's totally gone. And he even he says, says that, that. Yeah. And my, my friend, friend is gone. Yeah. My friend is truly dead. Yeah. And interestingly, he when he says goodbye, he says goodbye, Darth, mm. which kind of in a new hope where everyone's always like, what does he say? Oh, you're just a master of evil, Darth. Why does he call yeah. him Darth for? This is why it's yeah. almost like it's mocking him. A goodbye, Darth. Yeah. He call him he knows it's, yeah. He, he knows it's like an alter ego. He yeah. knows it's like, that's not the real him. I don't oh, it's so think. good. <laughs> I don't think. But then there is a little bit of Obi-Wan does walk away from him. He doesn't try to save him. 
or anything like that. He apologizes to him, but he's not like trying to save him. That that still ultimately is is falls to Luke or Leia to do. And obviously, from the story, we know that that is Luke. Um, yeah, very powerful, very powerful. Like I, I feel like we're not even doing it justice. Just talking about it now, like there's a lot to unpack. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's- I mean, in my, I'm just sitting there thinking. Do you think at this moment, this is when Obi Wan think realizes that? No, Anakin wasn't the chosen one, but Luke was, as we like in Rebels, we talk about him and more. It, could it be this moment where he sees Anakin? Like, yeah, maybe. Luke, uh, and when he obviously blasts out the rubble and, you know, is he the chosen one? Yes, with Luke, but obviously now yeah. Leia could play into that somewhat as well with with his relationship. But yeah, I love the way he just walks away and Anakin's screaming, Obi-Wan. But let's not also forget, You've oh. got James Earl Jones's voice. You've got Hayden Christensen's oh, voice. Oh, dude, how cool was that? that, man? That was so good. It was what? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Come on, Dan. <laughs> so good. Yes, it was. Mate, just hearing them and you know, seeing Hayden's face under there was one thing, but hearing him, the way they mixed it up with uh, James Earl Jones and the kind of the middle ground between them as well. There are moments where it's just kind of like, well, I also yeah, thought I heard Matt Lanter in there, but according to the credits, there isn't any Matt Lanter. The, the Clone Wars Anakin, but mm. I love the, I love that kind of cutting. And it's something that, you know, for years we've kind of wanted to see what that would be like, and I, th- I think they did it so so well. And it the, the, it worked better than having it just be, you know, the, the, the James O. Jones voice. Yeah, well, in it, this well, personal it, moment, exactly, because it makes it it makes you realise that yeah, that is a voice box that is like altering his voice a little bit. It, well, a little bit, a lot of bit. It's, <laughs> it's, it alters his voice again. It dehumanises him, you know, because. And that's the point. And that's why Palpatine, we'll get to that, Palpatine um, has has purposely done that. He's consciously tried to make Anakin into this robot, into this soulless being, this just husk for him, you know, to to serve Papa Palps. And and it kind of works, doesn't it? That's that's the sad thing. It kind of kind of works um phenomenal he's been driven crazy basically that's what i got is you know the hatred is he's fully enveloped now in the dark side i mean I don't, and i don't mean to make light when we say oh he's gone mad or he's been driven crazy but you know i think you know 10 years in your own in that shell thinking about revenge hatred padme you know all that kind yeah. of stuff you know i don't think Again, I don't think he sits there all the time and thinks, "Oh, what if about Padme or, or anyone?" Padme. Or, but Padme, <laughs> but you know, there there is all that, and and there's so much other things as well around it. Like, um, mm. it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's not gonna do you much good. And I think in this moment we see that, and the fact that even he's like, "Yeah, you didn't do anything, mate. It's all me." It's like, yeah, huh, yeah, yeah. And even Obi Wan's like, "Okay, um, I'm just gonna go to Starbucks now, and I'll just leave you here." Yeah, but we see yeah, it in that moment. You know, Vader is beat. You know, he is the learner. Obi Wan is still the master. The, yeah, he's the learner, and and I it. think that's I think that's what um, even Darth was saying like earlier on. He was Darth. like calling he calling Kenobi like the master and stuff. And I yeah. think even by the again by the end of this, he's acknowledging yeah, this guy still this guy still got me beat a little bit. Like, and that is because not skillfully, skillfully, I probably still argue that Anakin is 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 stronger but oh, yeah. bigger yeah. bigger picture and maybe the understanding of the force um the living force you know Obi-Wan's got Anakin beat Anakin oh, he he's just into got, that yeah 
He's got that wisdom. And ultimately, you know, the light side will always have the dark side beat because of that, because of that vision, because of their care and putting love at the center of everything. You know, that's, that's ultimately what wins. And that's yeah. what wins here, right? Like yep, you said, everyone's realization of the whole point of this story, the whole point of it and his purpose in life isn't just to kill Anakin. Like he could have done that, by the way. Oh yeah, he had him. He had him I there, think, ready to lop his head off. And I think I, I, even part of me thinks that, like, he 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 would have done that like ten minutes ago. Do you know what I mean? But he, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And and I think mm-hmm. even Anakin at that point knew, like, maybe thought that yeah, this is it. This is it. This is the end. Now game's up here. Game's up. Yeah, but Obi Wan doesn't. Obi Wan just you know takes his lightsaber, walks away because. You know, killing more, killing more death isn't the answer to this. Yeah, you know that's not going to solve anything. And maybe, just maybe, there is that good in him. Maybe we, we yeah. it, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Really, really good. But we're back on Tatooine now, aren't we? Yes, mate. After that, we're back on Tatooine. Even then, I'm like wrecked. I'm like right. <laughs> wow. Okay, we got more to come. We got more. We got more. Yeah, Reva. Reva is um. She 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 is tracking Luke, and she gets him. Luke's like up on the cliff edge, like running away in Beggars Canyon, I think. And uh, and she like drags him down, knocks Luke's out. Luke out. Like Luke Very is knocked out. Clean points. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the observation we have got to make. At that point, he's the womp rat in Beggars Canyon. Yeah, he's been bullseyed, <laughs> but he's he's out. You know, he's out for the count. He doesn't know what's going on. But yeah, that's a very prudent thing to mention, mate. Yes, absolutely. So he doesn't see a lightsaber throughout this, throughout there. Because I know that was one thing you were saying, mate. You were like, oh, I, I was can't very see a worried. Cause- I was very worried about that because it would have changed a new hope. And you know, in this in this particular moment, I think they they handled that so well. He doesn't see, you know, the bad Imperial Inquisitor or, or the agent of the Empire. He doesn't see anything apart from the back of his eyelids. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, Reva ignites her lightsaber. And he goes, she goes to kill Luke and she sees it's really, really well done. She sees her younger self just laying there. You know, she's saying, because I think at that point she's thinking, why am I, what am I doing? Like, I'm so there's this kid who's probably force sensitive because Obi-Wan's protecting him. There's something going on. I know something's going on Mm -hmm. and maybe to kill Kenobi or to, to do something to have an impact on life. You know, what if I, kill this kid and she's sitting there and she's seeing she's seeing him and it, it, she can't do it she can't do it what do you think of that scene yeah i think it's really really well uh put together and like like you said if she goes ahead with it she has become the very thing she swore to destroy um you know and we kind of see in part three when vader like, snaps that kid's neck like a twig she kind of recoils in horror. It cuts to her purposely sort of going, mm. oh, oh, man, oh, wow, he's, you mm. know, this guy's just doing this for mm. fun. And when Reaver is, you know, put in that situation, she goes for it. I mean, she, she lifts that saber to swing it, and all it takes is one lack of focus and bomb that the deed has, is done, but she, she controls herself. Has, uh, do we know, like, canonically, or has the series implied that she has killed younglings before? she says um mm. you know she says in the last episode you know you've, you've no idea what the things i've done alone and things like that and it kind of implies that she's done things you know bad things but not necessarily to to little ones she might have mm. done 
because they mm. said it like Tala said you know the inquisitors killed like 14 people six of them were kids you know we don't know who mm. the inquisitors were in that raid you got to imagine Reva might have been one of them so she may have done or she may not have done but at the same time this is this is fueled by like revenge and retribution like you said like i think at, at the moment that she's about to strike she has that kind of moment of clarity of what am i actually doing here you know in in my rage I, it's got me here but what am what am i doing who's going to benefit what will i become and i think it's really really well done i think moses ingram is great in this episode i think she does well again she's not the focus of the episode you know sorry internet who said she was going to be but she's not oh uh, she's not yeah she's, not at she's all i know re- no, she's, no. she's very good in this and um we get we get uh just for just for my own fun uh it just it, before the fight kenobi's on his ship and he says luke very much like alec guinness does in a new hope yes and when reva's trying to you know when she think we think we, she's going to like lop luke's head off you have owen but more so baru shouting luke luke oh, don't. i was like hey look you people can call that whatever they want i was like this you know i love it man um mm. but obviously ben obi-wan i keep calling him ben same person obi-wan arrives and sees that owen and baru are calling for luke and i think at, the mo- at that point they all think the game's up especially obi-wan i think he thinks you know oh no the mission has failed where's luke he's gone and then they see a figure in a robe carrying this kind of lifeless body of this child towards them. And we have the kind of um, close zoom on all of their faces as they're like, ah, oh no, oh no, no, no. This is, you know, they're thinking this is the worst. Uh, especially when they realise who's carrying the child. It's, it's Reva, the one who's just tried to level all of them. And Obi-Wan has also had his run-ins with Reva, as we know. This can't be good. We know, we know Luke survives, but they don't. And I think they built that kind of tension up well I mentioned earlier on, like the kind of low stakes uh, feeling sometimes, even though we know Luke survives, I think they did a really good job of kind of making you feel pain that that those three, his kind of three familial figures are going through at that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because there's that such relief, particularly from Baru and Owen, like when Luke like moves around and he's like, he, he, you can just hear like noises. Oh, he's alive. And Reva's just sitting there like, what, what am I doing? Well, what's the point? And Baru and Owen, they're just like, take Luke away. They're like, yeah, right. We're out of here. And I love that and, there's no words. I love that they don't say something like, thank you or anything stupid like that. They yeah, look no, because they're, like, they're not going to say thank you. Are they? Exactly. They're not say thank you. you. I was hoping and, that they wouldn't be like, thank you for just doing the right thing. They just look at her almost kind of sneer. And they're off. And again, she's fully covered in the robes as well. So when Luke, mm. you know, even though he's in a dazed state, he's not going to see any kind of Imperial or monster or anything on her. So I don't again, think his eyes, that. again, he's, I don't, he, he didn't even open his eyes, I don't think. <laughs> like, the dude was like knocked out, out man. It's <laughs> yeah, on yeah. me. It's on me when I'm wake, trying to wake up to uh, get to watch Kenobi on Wednesdays. <laughs> It's like me after a box of Krispy Kreme. Let me lay down. (laughs) Can't do that anymore. Just had a big bell box from Taco Bell from Target. (laughs) Oh, mate. No, you've got to love it. Food sessions. But yeah, great, great, great scene. Reva couldn't become the monster. And she's kind of saying, am I... Have I become him? Mm, him? I love mm. the way that they, they make you know, Vader and Anakin yeah, out to be like the monster. Capital, almost like capitalised yeah. H. Exactly. I am him. Yeah. Uh, and Obi-Wan says, you know, by showing mercy, you've given them peace. You know, the younglings, her, her brothers and sisters, you've honoured them. But who you become now is up to you. I love that line. You know, you've honoured them. You've given them peace because you haven't, right. you know, you haven't become what the last thing that they saw in their lives. You know, you've, you, you've, you've, 
circumvented around that. And she drops her blade. Obi-Wan helps her up, tells her she's free and that they both are, which kind of wraps up for now the story of Reva. Who knows what she's going to become? And they, you know, mm. that line is almost like a, a challenge to Lucasfilm, like who you become now is up to you. What you do with the character is up to you. Um, and whatever happens to that blade, who knows? Because I'm just, I doubt they're just going to leave it out there for Luke to play with. But I think, again, a very emotional scene there. You know, she could yeah. become the monster. And Obi Wan, like he always does, even if even to the people who have wronged him the most, he's there to show mercy, to be the helping hand, to lift them up. And, and he, he, Obi Wan, he does say we both are. Yes, you know, we're both free, and. I think that's like, it's easy to take that at face value. Humans are so complex. Humans are so, so, so complex. And Reaver is a complex character, evidently. She is a scarred, twisted person. Like, don't, let's not, let's not get it twisted. No, she's not the she good guy a, now, necessarily. She, she? she ain't, no, no, no. She ain't a good, she ain't a good guy, right? She, she, although in that moment, like, she, obviously knew she realized what she was doing i don't think that's necessarily a full redemption right um i think it is just her realizing like what is going on i think she still has like a journey to make in her redemption ultimately mm-hmm. um and maybe we'll see that in some sort of expanded material maybe let's see um but i think really what what to take away from from that line you know obi-wan now is free you know, Vader's still out there. The Empire is still out there, but his purpose in life is clear. And in his own way, he knows his own truth. He knows his own truth, and the truth sets you free. And oh, that so is, good, it? it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yep. And, and I think oh. that's like, because really, like, in, in, environmentally speaking, not a lot has changed in Obi Wan's life. Like, he's still back on Tatooine. And he's going to look after and look out for Luke, right? What has changed is his mindset completely, his spirituality completely. And that's the point of this series. And uh, that line, very short, we both are, we both are free, you know, very powerful, very powerful stuff. And then, yeah, man, and in, in, I just hope contrast, people don't lose sight of that. No, no, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you talking about like future? A, a possible no, season I just mean two or something. about this season i mean i know that lots of people uh, uh you know from all across the fandom you know wanted fights they wanted more vader they wanted you know more of this and less of this and that but at the end of the day what this is always going to be a character study in obi-wan and whilst at times it may have felt like it was kind of veering off into like well, where are we going with this it still remained focused on obi-wan's redemption and it had to get him to where he is now and yeah. The power of certain moments in this finale shouldn't be overlooked because, oh, well, I wanted more fighting. I wanted more Vader being the top daddy. Yeah, yeah, that's cool when we got that, but that's never that was never what this show is about. And maybe they'll give us like a Vader show one day where we get to see that more. But this was the Obi-Wan show. And don't anybody fool you to thinking it wasn't. This is Obi-Wan's of show. And where he is started for where he ends and where we know he goes to Rebels and uh, A New Hope. This is pivotal to those moments, mate. And it feels like it's actually filled, it's given us a lot of extra detail and, and character, um, studies into not just Obi-Wan, but Vader, the Inquisitorium, yes. the Empire, the uh, uh, Uncle Owen, Baru, Leia, yep. Luke, 
like, like so many characters, so many characters, and in six episodes, you know, I I, I think this, but but that is because this finale is so well done, because this finale is so well handled. I think it has just landed all of those points right, and so where we've got like you know Obi Wan mentally, spiritually free, right. In contrast, we have we have Vader in the next scene in a prison on Mustafa, you know, Vader's castle. Yeah, that is a prison. That is a mental and spiritual prison. And who is he talking to? None other than like the, you know, lack of a better expression, like devil on his shoulder, you know, Palpatine. He's talking to Palpatine and Palpatine's saying, look, mate, you're getting distracted. You're letting this Kenobi guy weaken you, which actually... Palpatine's right. <laughs> no, but he yeah. is, yeah. Right? Yeah, Again, <laughs> you know, it doesn't make him the good guy, but Palpatine is spot on. Palpatine is spot on. He's like, yeah, again, because he's wiser. He's older. He, he knows what's going down. And, uh, yeah, he's like, mate, you need to calm yourself, yeah? like, And that it makes a lot of sense. Really important scene because – after this confrontation with with Obi Wan, Vader probably isn't going to be thinking of like right. My sole purpose in life is to capture Obi Wan. Like that's not his sole purpose in life anymore. It's been and gone. He's learned. He's learned his lesson. He will get stronger and better and wait for Obi Wan to come to him. Which is what. Which is exactly what is happens in what the new happens, home. Mate. Yeah, he's, <laughs> play, he's playing the long game, and I love that when Palp says. You know, and the fact that we're just like palps, you know, this is huge. It's, it's, it's Ian McDermott back as Emperor Palpatine, yeah. man. But the yeah, way man. he's like, your feelings have left you weakened. And he's like, if your past can't be overcome. And he never finishes a sentence because hmm. you know, he's like, what? You know, you'll be destroyed or what? You know, you, you know, you, you know, whatever it is. If Palpatine's giving me an ultimatum, it ain't going to be good. And hmm. Vader's like, Kenobi means nothing. I serve only you, my master. Yeah, but that's it. Seeing hmm. Ian hmm. McDermott back and hearing him as the emperor. Well, you know, I'm Loved. so glad that I'm so glad that yeah, I'm so glad that we saved that for the final episode, and we got we got and and like the music that accompanies the it the Imperial March when they use these things sparingly, the impact is much bigger. And we said that in the, uh, in the recaps, it's don't true. just pepper the series with the Imperial March because it's cool. Save it, and they say well, at the end here, it works so much better for me. The the music, and I feel like. I want to get to the music in a second because we're not just done with the original themes, right? They've waited to use them. They've used them sparingly mm-hmm. because that's been kind of a, a criticism, a critique from myself. And I think from you, you right? I my don't my issue with the music but. was more so that it was, it's a nice complimentary sound bed, but there's, I, it's I, all right. I, I don't remember too much of it. The themes, yeah. I'm happy that, I'm quite happy that they haven't been playing the themes. That's never been Matty a problem Boy, what, to me. What would Matty Boy say? It's, uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't need them to play the Force theme or in the all the time because it loses its magic and its luster. Yeah. Save it for when it needs to. When they do it, funnily enough, it, it hits harder. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And they did this, particularly in that last third of this episode. Yeah, the epilogue, it, basically. Yes. It? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so then we cut scenes, and it's it's a young Leia getting ready, and I love I love these scenes. Order uh, on, baby. I can't help but think of my wife because my wife like loves this stuff. I remember she was watching when we watched the first episode, and you see like the young lass getting ready and everything. And she goes, "Oh, this is so nice. This is so sweet." And I'm like, 
and I'm like, yeah, it is, isn't it? Because it's it's just normal. It's, it's everyday kind of, of life. stuff, and it's yeah, little girl getting dressed up with her dress and everything, and and she obviously likes that. Lays appreciates that she's always like a bit of a fashionista right leia always yeah. looks good and uh and it, 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 this is that isn't it it is that and it's so it's just so sweet but then she's still got all her pretty stuff she is a princess <laughs> yeah she is a princess looks dignitary but she's got a, she's got a blaster holster and she's got and the obi-wan gloves and boots on as well that he bought her from the there we or that go. He got her. There we go. Yes, from the market. Yes. yes, and the gloves are in the last episode when she was doing the wiring. She put her gloves on. So, just like a funny little oh, line. Do you know what? Part I didn't two. notice that. I it's didn't notice that so many times. No, yeah, come back oh, well so done, many mate. times. She's got the boots on. She's got the gloves on, and and the the holster. I thought that's so cool, man. And and Breha comes in, and she's like, "Is that a holster?" I love it. And I was like, mm. "Oh, this is." And again, it's that kind of mother daughter uh, kind of vibe where in the beginning. You know, we see Brayhart, she's very, you know, she's very studious. Like, Come on, we've got to be here. We've got to be here. We've got duties to do. And now she sees her daughter having, you know, gone through a lot of trauma, having been captured. And who knows what, what she's told um, her adoptive parents, what she's been forced to go through. You know, Bray has almost kind of softened up somewhat. And she's like, yeah, I love this. This is you. This is, you know, we, we've all come through a difficult patch. We've come out this end. This is you. I love it. Let's do it. And I love Bale as well. Bale's like a proper nice papa. You know, the way he sees her, he gives her the look like the, oh, you know, what have you got on there type thing. Mm. And, you know, and I love he's, I think Jimmy Smith is so, so good at playing the father figure. And Vivian Lyra Blair is, you know, as cute as a button. She's great. Yes. Um, and, you know, yeah. a, a dignitary is coming to visit them. Oh, is it going to be that punk cousin from the first one? I kind of guessed who it was going to be. And, and it was who I thought it was going to be. But I love the family getting to see the dynamic. family yeah dynamic before mm. we get to see them blown up in a new hope because we mm. don't really see too much of them and i'm so glad we're finally no, seeing well, that it now. puts more yes. like, it, it, emotion Wait. into that scene when they do blow up older on in a new hope you know you you really do see carrie's performance now like you you see kind of the other side of that you know, when she is like freaking out that like Aldrin's going to get blown up and Tarkin's like, yeah, no, go and blow it up. It's fine. Just do it. Yeah. It is, that's her home. And also Leia isn't as obsessed with going out and just playing and doing her own thing. Like mm-hmm. she's, she's, she now sees there's a bigger picture and she, she wants to that. make change. Yeah. She chats to her dad about that, you know, with to, to, to bail about like, yeah, no, I, we, we've got to make changes. Like, well, we'll do it together. And it yeah. ain't going to take a day. Yeah, to make change doesn't take a day, she and it's always going to be by brute force. And I feel like a lot of people could learn from that in <laughs> across, yeah. across the world yes. and across the spectrum, right? Quite true. And uh, yeah, that was that was really, really, really well handled. Really, really well handled. Um, yeah, Obi Wan is there, oh. and Obi Wan and Leia talking. Listen, Matt, come like, on, son. Is this possibly like a perfect scene? Maybe for uh, me, I think it I, might be. I my eyes, man. I can't lie. I was getting emotional. I was like, man, this is so wonderful. This is so wonderful. He's so happy to see her, and it's just pure joy. He said he'd see her again, and um, yeah, just talking about his uh, her parents, and he's like, look, I might have lied about knowing your parents, you know. I know you you get you have these traits because I didn't write it down because I didn't I did. I went back you and did, did it whilst yeah, this is this is what I said earlier and I didn't write it down, but I did I, it. 
it was one of those things i was like i'm enjoying this yeah i wrote it down afterwards for this yeah i'm glad you did man right so what does he say go on mate so he 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 tells you know he says princess leia organa you are you are wise discerning and kind-hearted these are qualities you got from your mother again doesn't Mm. name her but says your mother and and let's not forget as well leia's theme is playing over the top of this they're using the theme and then he says you're passionate fearless and forthright and these are qualities passed down from your father and i was like matter wise discerning kind-hearted passionate fearless forthright that is the character of leia in a nutshell from here to all the way up to the rise of skywalker this is the perfect way to encapsulate that character into into six words six adjectives and it's it's perfect you know the way the layers theme plays the way as well you know obi-wan comes off the ship and the first thing she does is say lola (laughs) and he's like i i I wouldn't separate a young girl from her droid then they kind of have that nice fun moment after after obi-wan says to bail look if you ever need me you know where to find me and you know bail says you know let's let's hope that day never comes but there's that respect, love, and friendship between them, and I loved, love, love that. And then, yeah, the Leia and Obi Wan, and I, and I was hoping we'd get the moment where he kind of explains more about her mother as well, because you know the whole show has been about Obi Wan, Anakin, and 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 to extent Luke as well. But and I've said, I've said so many times, you know, they don't really talk about Padme too much and her role in this. She is the mother of um, Luke and Leia. I'm so glad that she's getting a little bit more. They, they still did. I don't think they mentioned her by name still. Mm. And I thought they were going to, but what a great scene, mate. And like you, yeah, you, you can't help but feel emotional because you know what comes next. You know, you know where the story goes and where these characters go. Will I ever see you again? She says, and we know that, you know, the last time Ben sees Leia is as he's about to be struck down by Vader and he sees the twins reunited and, Mate, I don't blame you for getting misty-eyed because there was there was a few times this, this started Special, me off man. almost, and yeah. then further on, uh, I got it. Listen, I didn't, I I couldn't stop after this. I was like, right, okay, yeah, destroyed me, destroyed me, and then Obi Wan's back. On. I, at this point, I'm looking at like the time, at the like how long's left, and it's like yes, like ten minutes, seven minutes left, something like that. And I was what like, wait, okay, so we're still we're still got like a little bit more to go. Obi Wan's back on Tatooine, and the first thing I notice is he's moving house. He's actually moving out of that cave. Oh. He's going to his. Sorry, yeah. mate. I've got. I've got to put, put this point in. I, I don't mean to interject because no. you're no, my go hero. But no, go on. The, go on. the last thing about what one of the last things Obi Wan says to Leia is, you know, no one must know about this, or it could endanger us both. Oh, which plays mm. into the hologram to me, which is like, you know, Obi Wan, you you sort you served my father in the Clone Wars. That that's why the 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 hologram is so diplomatic and to the point because she can't play up to the fact that you know they know each other or they've had this relationship before and i thought that was a very small but very key moment which explains away all of that kind of uh yeah. potential discourse yeah so, no uh, no no you're right i'm glad I'm, I'm i'm glad you've mententioned that mate i'm glad again to your because point, that, that whole scene i was just an absolute mess i was an absolute state so <laughs> i was <laughs> like yeah no <laughs> let's just crack on um yeah uh obi-wan's back on tattooing he's moving house right because now he he, (laughs) he, he, he's upscaling because matt he has a clearer purpose in life it's a reflection of his mental state he's now not just living in a cave yeah in some like random rock overseeing the skywalker (laughs) homestead like he can actually move to a house he's almost like forgiven himself yeah, like when, and that's what I thought of, you know, that's almost like a mental health thing. 
you know, mm, I don't want to yeah. make light of that, obviously. No, no, of course. But like, um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I got from it is that Obi Wan is kind of just he's he's grown from that a little bit because of this adventure, because of this challenge, because of this heartbreak. It has made him stronger, and he can now fulfill his job and his purpose better and properly. And I think that is. Just a small moment. I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. That's really, really nice. Obi-Wan actually gets a proper poem. Gets um, something positive finally as well. I mean, he's, he's moving out of a cave and when he, he turns around to have one last look at, at the cave, of which he, I, I assume, dwelled in for 10 years, he has one last look at it before before he goes. You know, there's no there's no force ghost. There's nothing else mm. there. It's just the cave. And I was like, I like that, and, and we don't. We don't. We don't yeah. yeah, we don't need to see him moving into his new digs. We know. We know where he's going, and that's the beauty yeah. of it. But it's yeah, I agree, mate. It's you know, he's he said it himself. I'm you know, I'm free now, basically. No, I, I'm fr- I'm free, and where, when he then goes to the homestead, you know, he packs up the T sixteen. He t- yeah, get the speeder, Skyhopper. He packs that, and he goes to the homestead, and we we see little Luke tinkering. He's fine. It doesn't necessarily pay Obi Wan any any mind. Just carries on what he's doing. Uh, and it's here where Obi-Wan tells Uncle Owen. Now, Uncle Owen isn't quite as, he's not quite as, you know, aggressive or standoffish at this point. He's kind of, he's almost a bit, not not sheepish, but there's a begrudging respect there. Now. Yes. Uh, and Ben tells Owen, look, you and Baru are what mm. Luke needs now. He just needs to be a boy. The future will take care of itself. And I, I'll, I'll keep my distance, man, because for now, Let's just let him be who he is, and whatever happens, happens. And yes, I love he's that. not as dogmatic. He's starting to learn he from must be the trained. era. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a contrast to the beginning of the series and oh, Obi Wan's mindset. And my best, but, my favorite moment comes as well in this moment. But uh, I'm well, gonna let Owen, you finish. Uh, uh, Owen, like, kind of real because Owen's a smart guy. Yeah, he's oh, not. Yeah. He, he ain't perfect. Doofus, and, yeah. No, he can be. He can be a bit, maybe a bit harsh. Uh, you know, not maybe as loving as he could be, but um, you know, he's he's outwardly he's, at least, he, yeah, yeah, outwardly, yeah. But he has a love for Luke, and um, obviously, and um, yeah, he's like, yeah, man, like because you've said that, because you've done all that, you want to meet him because oh. you're now in that state of mind, because you have grown, because he is free, he's going. Well, yeah, I, I can see that now. I can see you're more of a balanced person. And he's like, you want to meet him? And uh, That was man. my favourite bit, mate, was when Obi-Wan, his, his face lights up and for the first time in probably 10 years, he allows himself to smile when that release of emotion. Which, like, which, which, by the way, which, by the way, the outfit he's wearing is boss. the outfit you see in the comic books. Uh, yes, it is, mate. So, you know, there's that continuity which nice. i imagine is if it isn't done on purpose and wow what a coincidence yeah i know it's done on purpose like yeah. you can tell by the outfit the goggles and like it's conscious he's they've done that on purpose it's he's gonna go and fight cassanton yeah. in a year or two's yeah. time because like he does in the comics but <laughs> yeah. i'm glad they didn't show that but um yeah, yeah true but you true. know i love the moment where he kind of lets himself you know he just he's happy finally mm. you know do you want to mm. meet him firstly but he gets to meet luke you know owens let his guard down but yeah f- to your point it's validation for himself he's gotten over those mental challenges barriers that he's been facing for years and you know now he is at a place where Uncle owens like yeah you know we can we can make this work you know it's still going to be 
tempestuous and tenuous at times, but yeah. we can make this work. And yeah, then then we get the moment. But I love as well as Luke Skywalker's face when Obi Wan walks up to him. He's oh, really happy to see it, and because he can see he's got this toy as well. Yes, this guy bring me a toy, and and you know, obviously gives him the toy, and then we we get it made up. We we get the the line we never thought we were going to come we said they weren't going to do it they're too aware of it they teased it in episode three part three but mate obi-wan he looks at luke at, at, and please the floor is yours what does he say hello there <laughs> <laughs> but it feels right it, I, it feels I right that. it feels right and it's because that is his hello there. that is his kind of like normal greeting you know, that's his like everyday greeting. It's and not a meme in the galaxy. It's so, it's so well done. It's so well done, and it's beautiful. And like you said, you hey, listen, credit to the boy playing Luke. You know, yeah, it's like, like Grant it's, Feely. Yeah, and again, you're getting like Lad. the music as well. The music's playing a part, and um, oh my word! And even earlier, by the way, we got the Imperial March, didn't we, with Vader, which was incredible. So yeah, you got yeah, that's that. Right. That's what I meant. Imperial March, Vader's Leia's theme, and then I, I'm pretty sure at this point you're getting like Force theme we or got something. The Force theme when when Obi Wan says, you know, when, when Leia says goodbye, Obi Wan, and Obi Wan says goodbye, Princess. May the Force be with you. At that point, the Force theme swells, and we get the shot of Obi Wan, you know, looking looking out of the door of the ship. And that's thought, right. Oh, this is where it's going to end, the force theme, but it didn't. So yeah, we get we get the force theme, and it's also inter intermixed with the Obi Wan Kenobi theme by John Williams, which Natasha Natalie Holt sorry uses so well in this episode, and I'm really growing to really like that theme, the way they use yeah, it, and the the emotion they eke out of it, and how well it works with the force theme with Leia's theme. Yeah, and I think that's purposely done by our boy John. So whilst it didn't maybe hit me in the feels first time. It's getting me in the fuzzies a lot more now because I think it's a really, really nice, beautiful bit of music that works with the emotion of this show, mate. But yeah, the music yes. is is great. And, you know, Grant Felius Luke is really cool. I really like him. Seeing that kind of closure to Ben and Owen at the, at, at that moment. And um, peace. I think it was There's yeah, peace. Peace, between them. peace yeah. and purpose is a, a big Star Wars phrase. And it was necessary as well. You know, we know that, yeah, Uncle Owen's brash and brutish at times, but... Yeah, inwardly he's very loving, and he has that respect for Obi Wan. He now knows that Obi Wan's only trying to do what's best. And when he says, "Let him be a boy," this is what he needs. They can see that you know the you know for now the future is is going to everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay, yeah. and we know it's going to be okay because yeah. we got a hello there. And again, yeah. for the second or third time, I was like, "This is it now. That must be it." You know, we're going to get the music's going to swirl. We're going to go to the credits, directed by Deborah Chow. We see Obi Wan riding off on his EOP to go to his new digs over in the dune sea well it's it's <sighs> it, th there's there's trust isn't there from owen but there's also like the future will take care of himself or obi-wan says that he's he's trusting yeah. in the force pretty much yeah exactly for the, yeah. For, the, for the first time in a long in time a decade if not more yeah yeah in a long time he's actually trusting in the process he's trusting in the force he's trusting in right versus wrong he's trusting in good and uh yeah mate um like you said he's got the op walking away walking and I away that's it. riding away yeah i thought that and i was like oh hang on and there was there that, was something yeah. like because he's going towards beggars canyon isn't he and yeah, uh like he's going towards this new it's, it's, it's almost like he's exiting one part and entering a new part he's got to go through this kind of crevice to get there and it is kind of like the a new beginning a new opening type thing and what does he see oh 
I don't know. I was misty-eyed at this point, mate. Oh, got, oh this is 1999, mate. No, being a kid, <laughs> and I bet everyone's going to say the same thing. We, 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 we were like, surely it's going to happen, and it didn't happen in the cave. It didn't happen. We didn't hear Qui Gon's voice during any anything else. Like, maybe we're just not going to get it, and then, uh, and then the vision of a force ghost from from behind. He's got the the wavy hair, and you know exactly who it is. And then Master Qui Gon. Mm. turns around it's liam neeson has returned to his role as quite he's like when it took you long enough <laughs> i was i was always here you just never ready to see i love he's, that he's, he's like, it took you long enough yeah, he's definitely was, more paddy definitely yeah. more paddy than uh, <laughs> he's, like he's had a life. accent it's like nah can't yeah, do it anymore like not gonna, gonna do have it to i'm just gonna, gonna do the normal limb they did say yeah, they can't afford me so they you can afford me but you can't afford the quiet you can't afford the quiet gone voice from 23 years ago yeah but, yeah, mate, yeah a, <laughs> he's had a cushy life in the afterworld but i, I mate that was that was it yeah you took you long enough and i was always here you were just never ready to see and it's almost like he kind of turns around almost beckons obi-wan as if to say now let's go you know this is this we've got work to do we, you know we've got time to catch up on and i'd love to know the conversation between obi-wan and qui-gon at that moment about you know what happened in the years since uh the fight on naboo where qui-gon died to now you know anakin and obi-wan the jedi the republic pad everything i'd love to know kind of what they were talking about but well, that's also obi-wan- a story that i don't need to know because yeah i, I can quite imagine it but that moment mate yeah. was beautiful i got the feels you know 23 years we, we we've heard qui-gon in like, the Clone Wars and that, but this is the first time we've seen Liam Neeson back. Wonderful. And it fits, it felt right. And it's like, man, it, it's these moments where you realise Lucasfilm, they they know what they're doing, they, tr- they they respect the story, they respect the fans, and this was a massive moment for so many people, I bet. I was, that got me, that's the, that's the one that got me the most. Yes, absolutely. It was special. Really 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 special because it's this whole it's it's this whole culmination of like the 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 whole series you know and um because obi-wan's still in like slight doubt and he's like well i was beginning to think you'd never come and he says i was always here obi-wan you just weren't ready to see and again that's the point is that during this whole pretty much until this finale obi-wan has been getting better but he didn't, he weren't in the right place. He didn't see the bigger picture. He didn't see the purpose. And because he didn't see, he didn't see Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon was always there. But now he can see. And <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> and it, I, know, I just love it. Even just the end, like, like, come on, we got we got a ways to go, you know, like just casual. Come on, oh, let's go, like, let's chat. And come that, with me. It felt like a real perfect perfect i'm using that word perfect fairy tale ending what a way to how else would you have ended this yeah you could have ended with you know luke, uh, obi-wan once again watching over luke because it plays into where the story goes but you know they've been setting up qui-gon for, since the first minute of part one with the recaps it felt there was no better way you know they ended revenge of the sith you know you know teach you to commune with your master i will qui-gon and it ends the Kenobi series with the realization of those words from Yoda way back when on that on, on the Tanta V4. And it, it, it quite goes pretty much like, you know, come on, I'll, I'll turn you into Alec Guinness now. Pretty much, it, you know, from, from now on, the transition from kind of prequel to mid prequel, post prequel Obi-Wan to 
a new hope obi-wan it begins in this moment you know that they're going to commune they're going to he's going to teach obi-wan how to uh become one with the force and how to let go of you know everything around him basically to the point where when we see him in a new hope he is very much you know he's he's got that kind of cheekiness to him still yeah but he is that stoic zen like master and you know that qui-gon has had you know as much to do with that as obi-wan himself and yes that's not to, that's not to say obi-wan couldn't have done it but himself but it's it's perfect like you say it's the yeah. perfect way to win the epilogue it was like the lord of the rings return of the king we got ending after ending after ending but we needed those we, we there were loose ends that need to be tied up were all of them tied up to me not quite but it was a perfect ending shot of what, the lads so, walking off. so so what bits do you not think were quite tied up the only thing i think and i don't know how uh, controversial people roll their eyes at it, but I think the character of Reva needed a more definitive ending mm. because it, she know again she knows who Darth Vader is and and she, she can keep that secret for the rest of her life. Maybe they are going to tie this up, but I do think that you know it, it's that kind of bad guy turns not quite good, but is redeemed to an extent, which we see quite a lot, and it's be- that and that starts to frustrate and tire me out somewhat we got it in fallen order done perfectly with triller and the second mm, sister we got it mm-hmm. in you know even with carlo ren ben solo it always seems to go down that path and i wish that they'd either not do it or they're going to do it have that you know ha- have the finality which they do in those other stories but mm. maybe they haven't maybe they did retool the story i said i looked at another source i had a look online at what the the leaks were for kenobi and the, the initial leak was Reva was Darth Vader was going to slice Reva up and kill her, hmm. and that they'd retold the ending so that doesn't happen, so they can continue the story going forward. Um, and really? whether that's true or not, th- this it, it's what happened. We'll have so to flip it, in, get on the blower to our mate Bespin. We'll find out what's like, going yeah, on, mate. Son. Yeah, what's going on? But, you know, what's they also on? said there's going to be a mention of Padme during the fight, and Qui Gon was going to speak to him during the fight. I'm glad that didn't happen because it needed to happen at the end. So for me, that's it's not even really a loose end, loose end. But I would have, you know, it's it's kind of another one of those. Oh, there's a very powerful force user out there somewhere. Yeah. are they just gonna are they gonna follow up the story somewhere yeah maybe or if not it is kind of a loose end where you know this person maybe not maybe doesn't know who luke is but knows something's happening on that farm in tatooine yeah knows about darth vader i'm sure whether vader knows she's alive or not or even cares is another story but mm. look, the next you know we could we could have it that the inquisitors are hunting her next who knows yeah who knows? other than that though mate but like then Kenobi. that wouldn't really be an Obi Wan Kenobi. No, exactly. Really so it's, it's right, like, they want to do. I think Kenobi's story is almost done. Now they could tell stories of him talking of Qui Gon, but Kenobi tells Leia to keep a secret. Basically, Qui Gon appears with Kenobi to help him become Alec Guinness. Vader is still the learner. Luke hasn't seen yeah, lightsaber or anything like that. You know, all the loose ends for me were tied up, and I don't want to call Reaver a loose end because I actually I really like the character and I think Moses is great. But I kind of do wish that rather than having that question of you know. Where does she go with her knowledge and what happens next? I do kind of wish that they'd, you know, ended it. Yeah, but I know what you I, mean. I, at the same time, I'm not sitting there saying, oh, I wish the character of Reaver had died. No, I do. Because I don't think it's, it would have come from a different place. It would have come from more place of Darth Vader killed the one person who knew who he was and, or who also knew about what was happening on the farm, who had a connection with his kid, unknowingly maybe, but he killed the only person who'd interacted with both of his children. And therefore, any lead he would have had is gone. So there could have been that kind of you know, tragedy to the to Darth Vader's world. But we didn't get that. And I assume they're going to tell her story going forward, mate. And I'm here for it. But you know, other than that, mate, 
I, I, I think certain scenes could have, I wish there was another five minutes or so just mm. for a few more, just for a few minutes. Like when Obi-Wan is going to Tatooine because, you know, Luke's in danger. I'd love to have something with him on the ship. Um, mm. Maybe the fight scene of Obi-Wan and Vader be just, just, just a minute or two longer with, with more dialogue between the two of them for at between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. But at the same time, what we got was bang on the money. I don't know if that's just me thinking, oh, I wish we'd no. had, I wish he said this, or I wish he'd done that. But there were times when I do think it, it didn't quite go click, 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 but it kind of went click, click for me. It's like, they are really fighting to get things done here. And yeah, but they, there were no, no, because of it, there were no loose ends. We got an end to the story. And if they don't make a season two focusing on Kenobi, what a way to, you know, end Kenobi's story, you know, in live action here. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I I can't see, right now, you know, again, I might see stuff online and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like maybe there could be a season two. Maybe this story could be continued in this way or that way. Um, right now, mate, like I can't see like the need for a season two. Maybe maybe some yet. continuation of Reva in, in, in something in some sort of format. But um, right now, I d- I'm not sure. I'm not too sure. Of course, sure. I'd love it because it's you and Hayden and all that. But like you said, it comes down to do we need it? Yeah. Mm. And, I mean, a, a river being a river being hunted by the Inquisitor could be cool. I mean, will we see? Will we see you again as Obi Wan? He wants to do it, but you now will we see him again? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, mate. It's a lot to take in. This this episode absolutely wrecked me he emotionally. Loved I loved this. I uh, loved, 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 loved this. Um, Matty boy, I suppose it's that time of the show. We're at the end of the show, right? We're at the end man. of the recap. Our last uh, Obi Wan Kenobi recap. Um, we got to grade this bad boy. We got to grade this man, episode. This- We've got to grade it out of ten. Um, do you remember what I gave night number three? Out of 10? Because I uh, think that was my highest. That was your highest one so far. It was yeah. in the high eights, I think. Was it? Something like that. Yeah, I'll have to listen back to that. Okay. Mabel, what's your, what's your uh, score out of 10, mate? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. Um, I knew that I would now. I think that I'm <laughs> going to give this one... So I've got to try, I'm thinking heart rather than head. Head is like, oh, it's 12 out of 10 because it, it gave me all the fuzzies. But heart... And head, head is telling me I'm going to give this nine out of ten. I still think part one was done so wonderfully well because to, mm. to, it's what I wanted. It's that like, is intimate character study, but then this whole thing became a character study. Even the fight, the rematch of the century, it worked thematically. It worked because of what yeah. was going on with the character. So I'm going to give this one a nine out of ten and say it was a very, very, very solid ending with a few caveats here and there, but nothing which derailed it for me. Mm-hmm. Luke Bly, part six, possibly the final ever episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. What say you? I love this, man. And it might be because we've just watched it and I'm on Cloud Nine, which you should always bear in mind Cloud when City. you've just got like Yeah, Cloud City. When when you've just got out of like watching something, you know, and if you're attached to it, you you know, there's always gonna be like a higher kind of rating. So I'm gonna give it a nine point seven out of ten. It's high. Wow. It's very high. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Nine point seven out of ten. Yeah. Well, well, mate, 
I know you're. I'm going to rewatch this later Feel, on. It's the it's the emotion. It's the emotion. I'm, it an, is, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm an emotional person. So when it when it hits me right, like I can't help but just think, oh my days, this is exquisite, just exquisite, and that's what I want. That's what I want from TV and film, from my fantasy, from my fairy tales, and I think this was a fairy tale. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to watch it later on. I know you're going to as well. I'd love to know, you know, whether that whether that uh, barometer goes up or even down upon second watch once the excitement and the filth was worn off. But I think it bears repeating that we both very much enjoyed this episode and the season as a whole. Was it perfect? No. no. Did it go the way I thought? Maybe not in terms of like where some of the episodes went and what, what they focused on. But overall, looking back now, I know it's, it is still very raw and I'm sure we'll kind of do a retrospective at some point. But looking back, I, I enjoyed the series an awful lot. I think Me the too. characters, the new characters that came in were good. The returning characters are all well done in kind of the different levels of engagement they have within. Like Bale, I think was great. Jimmy Smith for his little role. Joel Edgerton was great. Even Bonnie Pierce in her little role was excellent. Uh, everyone, and of yeah. course, Ewan was wonderful. Hayden showed everyone that, you know, when he's allowed to just act and have a bit of fun, he's very good at what he does as well. So, yeah. um, mate, Final thoughts then on the series before we wrap it up. Then I think I think this series overall has been a success. What are you thinking, man? Yeah, I, I think it's been a success. I, I think it's been a success. It has been um, played with a bit of bad CGI. It's been mm-hmm. in places, you know. It, it, I think in places it could have been a bit more polished. Um, maybe even some of the acting from some of the cast could have been a wee bit better. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think it's been flawless, but the way it's led to this finale and the way the finale was just so well, um, so well executed, <laughs> you know, mm, drink. you just gotta, you just gotta, uh, sit there and admire it. Really? <laughs> like, I can't wait to rewatch it. And that's, it's, it's such a good thing. Such a good thing. And this ain't going to be the end of how, uh, like our, our chats on Obi-Wan Kenobi and our opinions on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like there, there's, there's more to come. There's definitely more to come. So yeah, I, I, I can't wait to watch it again and dig into it more. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what people think online. I'm looking forward to seeing what our session sick heads think and our community think and so on and so forth, mate. I'm, Buzzing, buzzing. Yep, um, you know, positive, negative opinions. As long as they got some ration, rationality behind them, open to hearing all of them. I can't wait to log on and see if, how everyone is positive and loves it. But um, all jokes aside, yeah, looking forward to seeing <laughs> what the listeners think and the wider audience of Star Wars as well. But make prequels, OT, comics, Jedi, Fallen Order, Rebels, Clone War, Clone Wars. They you know, Clone there's a bit of, there's a, <laughs> Clone War is a bit for everybody in here, and even the sequels with one of the aliens in part one. There's a little bit of everything in here. It ties everything yep. up, and we're going to tie this one up then for Obi Wan Kenobi recap. As far as we know, this is the final one, my friend. Hey, look, don't be sad. There's Andor coming in about eight, nine weeks' time. So, hey, you know, sessions wow. are about. Yeah, it's not long. End of August, mate. It's not long at oh all. Oh my days, that's so, crazy. Enough time to absorb Obi-Wan before we move a little bit further in the timeline with Andor. However, that is going to be it then for our Obi-Wan Kenobi recap. Thank you, every single one of you, for listening. For our new listeners who have jumped on board and checked out what we thought about Obi-Wan, thank you so much for listening. We hope you stick around for our wicked main shows every Wednesday, going back, reverting back to type now. Every Wednesday, we have a main episode 
um, dropping on all your podcast providers, every single one of them. But thank you, every single one of you for listening. It's been a blast doing this with you guys. And of course, with Luke Bly, where can everyone find us online, mate? They can find us at stylesessions.co.uk. You can search for us online on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. We will be there. Just search Style Sessions. Drop us a voice note. We love a voice note or an email. Just a little cheeky message to our email address, which is hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk and please consider supporting us on patreon patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions it's from two dollars a month can't get much nowadays for two dollars and there is tons of bonus content on there live watch alongs with the gang there's commentaries oh, it's just it's, it's it's great have a look at it patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions it ain't bad, mate, but if you do want to support the show for free, you can do that by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, including Spotify. And it takes a few seconds. If you have that, we'd be very, very grateful. It bumps us up the algorithm. It gets more listeners in, and we get to hear from more Star Wars fans each and every week, which is what we're here for. Yeah, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your niece, tell your nephew, tell your nearest Padawan. The more the merrier. Their castle spicier. Yeah, we love Ooh. it. Yeah. Till the return of Baru. Bonnie <laughs> Peace. Now, this is the podcast you're looking for. So, until next time, for one of our wonderful recaps from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. Hey, come on. Come on. We got, we got a waste to go. We got a waste <laughs> on, to son. go. Come on, son. <laughs> what? I was always here, Obi-Wan. I was always here. <laughs> Just in the pub. <laughs> Guinness. <laughs> Alec Guinness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>